What's up, everybody? I'm Rob. Hey, and I'm Tony. And this is Flicks Worth Watching, where we watch a flick, 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 flick. and let you know if it's worth watching. watching, 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 watching. Uh, this week we watched The Guilty. Yes. Starring Jake Yellenhall. You said it right this time. <laughs> it's awesome. I'd like to start with who this show is brought to you by, and that is Holding Out. Because that's what Rob has been doing with his whiskey. I've been bringing whiskey here every week, and he, he, I'm making an infinity bottle, which is basically pouring a bunch of different whiskeys into a bottle. And he brought out about 15 different bottles he's been holding out on. So <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Holding Out, because that's what Rob's been doing. He's going to start providing the whiskey from now on. But today we're sipping on some Four Roses Small Batch. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey crafted from four select bourbons, hence the four. four. Oh, I didn't know. I've had four roses before. I've even had, I think, the small batch. Yes. No idea where that's where the name came from. They actually put roses in the barrels. No, they don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So, cheers. Nice. Cheers. So, we watched The Guilty, and it was starring, obviously, basically only Jake Hulinhall. Hulinhall. It was directed by Anton. Fuqua. Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua. Yeah. Like, like Lord Farquaad from Shrek. He is known for The Magnificent Seven as a producer. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of work. The Equalizer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. As a director. A Southpaw producer. Great fucking movie. Also starring Hulin Hall, Brooklyn's Finest. Haven't seen that. Brooklyn's Finest. It's got... I see Don Cheadle in the cover here. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Neither have I. 2009. May have to watch that one. All right, so that's Anton Fuqua. Is he French? Is he a black Frenchman? Yeah. He did Trading Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you He's go. He's been working with Denzel for a long time. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Olympus has fallen. Jesus. Yeah. He's done some some serious heavy hitting in Hollywood. There you go. So he directed this movie. Yes. Did you know this was a remake? No. Yeah. Of a 2018 movie. From Deutschland. No, that was said totally wrong. Deutschland. Deutschland. Not even that. It's actually, I don't think it's actually Dutch. It's Denmark. So that was totally Oh, off. okay. Deutschland is Germany. You totally weakened. <laughs> I said Deutschland. So that's... It's way wrong. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm getting shot. All right. So yeah, I think it's Denmark. Denmark in it. And it's called... Uh, das Guilty. I, I closed the wrong Das Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Das Guilty. Well, I said it in a freaking Indian accent. Das guilty. These accents, guys. These accents. <laughs> starting starting early on this one. God damn it. Ah, it's called Den... I don't even know why I look for the name. I can't even say it. Den Skyledigij. Den Skyledigij. S-K-Y-L-D-I-G. Okay. Skyledigij. Den Skyledigij. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. So 2018, so... Instead of releasing it with subtitles here, they elected to, because mm-hmm. it was a Netflix thing. And Netflix, a lot of times, will do that, where they'll just... Yeah, snatch a movie up. Yeah, and release it, and they elected to remake this one. Yeah. Okay. So, I actually looked over the script, because um, I was uh, to make that cover. For, oh, yeah. I was trying to find some script words I could just copy and paste. I was going to wonder, so one of the things that Tony's doing is recreating the movie posters, but putting our faces in it, so... Tony's the the Photoshop whiz that <laughs> you guys can appreciate. And when I saw this movie poster, I was like, how the fuck is he going to do this one? So, yeah, I was looking up the script right. for it, and I couldn't find the script for this one because obviously it just came out. Yeah. But I found the one for the Denmarkian one. Ah. That's the term, right? Denmark. Yeah. And it was basically verbatim, like, the script of this one. I was like, it's the exact same script. Like, just How the, was it? How did you know it was this? Can you read Denmarkian? No, it was in English. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> yes, I can read Denmarkian. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you knew this. It's just the names were changed out to like Ian Hulvas, you know, yeah, like yeah, instead yeah. of being Kate. Kacharchik. Yeah. yeah. So also in this movie is Emily. I'm sorry. Her name is Riley Keogh. Didn't recognize her. I recognized a few of the voices. Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah. Was a voice mm-hmm. of Henry. Christina Vidal, who looks familiar. I didn't know her. You didn't know her at all? No. Bill Burr played somebody in it. Yeah, I saw that every end credits, too. I was so shocked. I you didn't like, recognize his voice? No, I did he was not. One of the, so in the movie, Jake Heelenhall is a 911 operator, and people call in normal 911 mm. stuff. And he's the guy. He's one of the last normal call-ins. He's like the shop owner. And he calls in between when he's already on the case of yeah, the yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah. 
And he's like, please, things are going crazy. I need some help. And 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 then he's like, well, fuck you. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And, and Jake's like, well, no, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> that was Bill Burr. Yeah, it was Bill Burr. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I saw his name pop up in the credits and I was like, holy shit, the Burr's in this? Yeah. So speaking of that, we should probably start with the synopsis of the movie. Mm. So The Guilty, starring Jake Hulinol, is by, about a demoted police officer assigned to a call dispatch desk is conflicted when he receives an emergency phone call from a kidnapped woman. Conflicted is a strange word to put in there. He's not conflicted at all. No, that's kind of why I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Reading it for a second. I was IMDb. Uh, not shooting straight. No, please. that's not great. So, yeah, basically he is a demoted police officer assigned to work dispatch and he is called by a woman who has apparently been kidnapped and he is doing his best to help her out. Yeah. Trying to save her. Yeah. yeah. So written by this movie, Ooh. Nick Pizzolato. There's a reason you brought Nick Pizzolato up? Yes. Okay. He's the writing behind True Detective. Oh. That's where he kind of come from. But if it's I a never, direct I never seen it before. You never seen True Detective? Nope. It's okay. How many how many seasons seasons are there? What you just need to see the first one. Not as many as Sopranos. <laughs> just putting that out there. So therefore it wasn't that good. Well, no, season one is awesome. Oh. Season two is is trash. You don't even need to see it. I haven't seen season three. Guess what season Sopranos is awesome? All of them. <laughs> All of them. Touche. <laughs> Touche. I think that's covering all the ground. So, I think so yeah. This is the point where we're going to spoil the fuck or the shit or the hell out of this movie. Or all the above. <laughs> Pick your favorite profanity <laughs> word. Yes. So if you haven't seen The Guilty or are worried about spoilers, skip ahead. There'll be a time code in the show notes for where you can jump to to find out whether we think the movie's worth watching or not. And do that and then come back. You've been warned. <laughs> Here we go. We're about to get in it. Yeah. So movie starts out. First thing I noticed, 16 by 9 format. Yes. I don't know why. I was like, oh, shit, my screen's not full. (laughs) (laughs) Slightly annoyed me a little bit. Uh, But um, yeah, it was cool. And then California wildfires. Yeah. I I didn't get a year when this happened. No, no year in it. Um, so I'm assuming they're trying to be relevant. The current situation yeah, this yeah, year, because yeah. there's always fires in fucking California. Right. That, that place is always on fire. Right. I don't know why any people live there. Well, according to the evangelist, because all the sin being committed out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sin City's Nevada. They got the wrong state. Yeah, no fires in Nevada, though. Yeah, well, Maybe you got to do more sinning yeah. out there in California to stop the fires. <laughs> stop the fires. <laughs> Jesus, this is going off the rails quickly. <laughs> <laughs> If anybody's been, uh, any of our listeners has been personally affected by the wildfires, we would just like to officially apologize to exactly. you and offer our sincerest condolences. Also apologize to the churches that sponsor us because I was making fun of sinning. So, yep. So wildfires. Wildfires. Is an interesting backdrop to the movie. Um, it plays in throughout. It was kind of, mm-hmm. I thought it was a nice touch. Yeah. Because um, it makes it more difficult for him. For him to do his job. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, because cops are everywhere be they're busy they're inundated and so it makes it more difficult when a normal situation this would be a lot easier to accomplish not to say easier but you know yeah getting units to respond to block the highways off and set up checkpoints and stuff like that would be yeah Yeah. so it starts out you see some wildfires you get some some history or not history but some like kind of news flashes of things like what's going on um and then we cut to hewland hall in the bathroom coughing and i was like first thing i thought what if i got covid I ah, know, shit. right? It just the pandemic is in your mind. <laughs> oh shit, he got COVID. He's got the. He's oh, got the... he better put his mask on, man. Yep. Everybody's in his office with no mask on. It's I ridiculous. Know. I know. But uh, I didn't get the whole, um, what you want to call it, um, asthma thing throughout yeah. the movie. So yeah. he's coughing. He pulls his inhaler out, kind of yeah. hits it, and for the first kind of ten minutes of the movie, maybe five minutes. I thought, because the way they were shooting it, with the whole um, focus changing, yeah, no one besides him was in focus yeah, for a while. yeah. And I was like, oh, it's kind of interesting. Maybe he's the only character in the movie. Maybe they're going to keep that throughout, and we'll see no one but him in full focus. Yeah. Didn't play out that way. No. But I thought it was going to for a second, because the guy comes in the bathroom, and you can't really see him in focus. He cuts to the other room. We sit with the other, other guy. He's not in focus. Yeah. And they end up showing uh, the female sergeant, actually. In you know full focus, I was like, yeah. they kept, they play that a lot though. The zoom in and zoom out of the focus was kind of cool. How it worked really well in the bathroom is when he was sick. When you're sick, you feel like the world is just on you, 
and there's there's no getting away from it mm. and that sort of thing. So I felt like that was nice. The only thing that I don't like is when movies do the high pitched ringing sound. Yeah, oh, I can't. There was way too much of that shit in this movie. There was a lot of it. I hear that always. I have uh, ringing in my ears that that is kind of always there. Aww. And so it pisses me off when movies throw that shit in there, and I'm like, I don't need any more of this shit in my what life. What is that called? Tonitis or something? Tonight. Sh- yeah, t- tonight. Tinnitus. Yeah, know what's called. He don't got it. He oh lied to y'all. He's oh not I got it. I don't know whether it's from damage or sinuses or it can be anything, but yeah, it sucks. You should probably get to look at. I have. They can't figure out what's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but they got a pill for it, though. Yeah. Try this medicine. Does it work? No, but keep taking it. We then go from the bathroom to the dispatch room, and he's doing his job. And at first, I thought this is the most the dopest, dis- dopest ass dispatch room in the world. Wow. Probably. Yeah. Wow. I would love if you work at a 911 dispatch room <laughs> and you're listening to this podcast and you've seen this movie like reach out let is us the, know yeah. is that accurate is at that all? real because i got to imagine that they're all sitting in fucking cubicles in right real life. There's you know what i mean not With shitty carpet and just boring ass cubicles it was the war room yeah yeah bring on the big screen please right you know <laughs> every every person had four big like at least 27 plus mm-hmm. inch monitors four of them some people had more and then on the wall they had like the huge TV, screens. playing news. Yeah, yeah, constantly. I mean, it looked like FBI level oh, yeah. shit, which if you work for the FBI, let us know if that's... <laughs> a-, <laughs> a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of assumptions being made about the... <laughs> but, it, but yeah, I, I noticed that immediately too. I was like, this seems really yeah. top notch, but hey, maybe, maybe that's how it is out in... They're out in California, like what, L.A.? I mean, he was he said LAPD a couple times, right? Yeah, they're in L.A., I believe. And so we kind of get a few phone calls. Right, some funny ones here and there. Um, he ends up getting the phone call with the guy with a woman stole his. his yeah, <laughs> <laughs> knew right away what was going yeah. on there. Thought it was hilarious. A guy gets mugged by a woman, and then he starts describing the woman, and she's got pink hair. She was wearing high heels. Yeah, she she got in his car. How'd she get in the car, sir? She was. Why does that matter? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean why do you mean why does it matter basically the guy was with a prostitute yeah. and she she knows she, she snatched his shit and ran yeah. and, th- and then he says a line in there uh because he's talking on the phone and the girl's yelling in the background and yeah. the guy's like get, get, get me back my fucking cocaine <laughs> 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 he's kind of yells it at her yeah 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 my fucking cocaine well, he's asking for a police officer to respond so jake's name what's his name in the movie joe joe yeah so joe calls standard his, movie name yeah calls his sergeant uh, who was played by Ethan Hawke, calls him up on the phone and says, hey, can you... Well, he doesn't know it's him at first. He calls... The, also from Training Day. Yeah, So that's true. where that connection there came to. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, so he calls a calls an officer, ends up being his old sergeant. And here's where we get the first inkling that he has done something wrong. Yes, yeah. He, you know, he kind of asks, is Rick doing okay? How's Rick doing? And he's like, why... why What's what, what, what wrong with Rick? What's wrong with Rick? So, yeah. oh, no, nothing. So you, you get the, something happened, right? Right. And you make an assumption Rick may be his partner and they're not together anymore. And he kind of keeps implying, hey, just stay true. You're going to court. Just get it done with. You'll be back in the, you know. Yeah, I, back I, tomorrow, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Something's happening. We don't know yet. We don't mm-hmm. what happened yet. I'm trying to, like the whole time he's doing that whole scene and he's on the phone with the sergeant and stuff like that, I assume he's talking to no one in real life. Yeah. And I was like, he's doing a really good job convincing me he's actually on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. the whole movie, he was doing a great job. A lot of times what happens in that situation is you get the main actor on set and then you'll get either uh, a just a stand in off camera mm-hmm. that will that will read the lines as well. But sometimes you'll actually get the the other actor on set just away Reading. from the mics. So the mics don't pick up them saying anything. Mm. That way they have something to play off of. I think because he's on the phone, you could have technically the actor actor like on a phone somewhere. on the phone somewhere yeah. and have them actually do it and then you could record that actor at the same time you're recording yeah. him it's and totally splice true. them together you could do it like that you know there's a whole number of ways yeah. or you could do it the way you're saying and he's just playing to no one that's not at all how i would do it no but i thought i mean i figured he'd like there's a couple shots where he was talking to no one right yeah you know oh I mean? of course yeah 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 either way whether it's the shots he's talking to ethan hawk or not and i was like he's just doing a good job of convincing me he's on mm-hmm. the phone he's nonchalant yeah you know it was, it was pretty cool. The first guy was like tripping out the very first call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, man. Yeah. Did you take drugs, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine that 911 operators just deal with that shit all, all day. day long, especially somewhere busy like LA. <laughs> 
I used to think that I wanted to do that job, like that I that I could, because I've always thought, you know, it's just training. You just go and sign up. Yeah, I want to do this, and they train you, and and that's it. And after watching this movie, I don't want that job. No, but he looked pretty slick though, and he was going through the buttons. And oh shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hitting the, hitting the buttons and calling it, switching switching shit, and mm-hmm. bringing up you know different you know menus and screens and shit. I was like, yeah, looks look, look legit. If it it's did that, look looked yeah. difficult. Yes. <laughs> It looked like it was an easy job just answering the phone and yeah, shit. Yeah, so you could tell because we get the inference that he he was a cop and he had done something wrong and now he's here doing this. He had been doing it for a while because of how smooth he was yeah. with it and how comfortable he was with everybody. Mm-hmm. How he sort of interacts with some of the other officers that are there. Yeah. Here we get to, we get he's having some marital problems. Yes. Tries to call his wife, says he just wants to talk to his daughter before she goes goes to sleep. I know I'm supposed to be calling you right now, you know. Right. You know, so he's like, oh shit, you know, what the fuck did he do? Yeah. So after he gets the, or after he leaves the voicemail for his wife, we then get the phone call from Emily. From Emily, the first call. Hello. Hello, sweetie. Hello? You got the right, got the right number? <laughs> yes. Hello? <laughs> it's okay. Don't be scared. You know, very, like, very, very cryptic yeah. when she first calls. Yeah. And he thinks it's obviously a wrong call. He almost hangs up. He hears uh, the, the man's voice. Mm. He's, oh, is, is someone with you, ma'am? And then she doesn't really answer his question mm. very well. And, and, then, and then he kind of picks up on, are you being yeah. coerced or, you know, yeah. something like that? You've been kidnapped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it eventually works out between asking her, Yes or no questions that she's been kidnapped. Yeah, that was kind of slick, though. Only only answer yes or no. Mm-hmm. Only, you know, and then... He sort of works out who she's supposed to be talking to. Yeah. Which is his, his, her daughter. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, we'll just pretend, pretend I'm your daughter, and we're working through... Okay, w- w- what direction are you? I, I have you on this highway. What's on your right hand side? Do yeah. you see this? And she says yes or no or whatever. So at this point, they have probably, I don't know, a five minute conversation before she hangs up the first time or mm-hmm. before the phone gets taken away. After about 20 seconds, I'm like, she has to have been taken by a boyfriend, a friend, somebody who knows her because yeah. nobody, if it was like a, hostage type situation they're not letting letting her call for longer than that longer than 20 seconds and then it kept going on and on and on i'm like why the fuck is this person letting her be on the phone so long Mm -hmm. you could tell you could hear him saying things so you know she's either up front or in the back seat or something like that she's not in the trunk because she can hear the guy talking yes time to go time to go right he kept saying the background but Eventually, you yeah. realize, okay, what the situation is, and okay, mm-hmm. now it makes sense why she was be on the phone for so long. Yeah. So, but at that moment, I was you're wondering why, wondering why. So you find Who out, would let her, you know, it's her if she's being taken for I, real. I think he figures out it's definitely like a boyfriend. I thought he, I thought he, she had led, led to that saying yes, because like she, do you know this person? She yeah. goes yes, yes, right. Um, and then he kind of you know goes through the whole you know the color of the car. He started naming off colors. Yeah, just say yes when I ran the right color. Right, blue, red gray white yes yeah. okay yeah. all right yeah and she kind of goes through that stuff yeah. so that, that part was kind of neat mm-hmm. um eventually um the guy gets her off the phone yeah she hangs the up. guy that's taken her so then he's freaking out so he ends up tracking her home number because of her name right so he ends up getting her house number and then calls the house well first before he does that he calls his uh the la um highway patrol right and so <laughs> maybe this is just how you nine nine one one operators are out there but everybody besides him that was working either in that office or people he called, like the other lady that he's about to call at this point in the movie, super calm. Gave no shit. No, no shits about the fact that this woman was Hello? taken. Okay, we're going to send somebody out there. Yeah, but somebody's been taken. It's okay. Yeah, but no, I, no, there's a woman no. in a van. She's driving. Can we shut the highway down? She said, no, we're not shutting the highway down. Can't we just shut the fucking highway it's, down? It's just one woman. This, it's yeah, okay. Yes. I, no. There's fires right now, sir. Please calm down. So later on, he's getting raw with her, and she got black on his ass. Oh, she sure as shit. Listen, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Better calm that shit down right now. I'm like, oh shit. She went black mama on his ass. Yeah, she did. She (laughs) left a court voice at home, and then. (laughs) But I could not believe. I mean, it's it's a an abduction thing, and I could not believe how calm everybody was about it. You know, shit. Yeah. So he's calling. yeah, the, the highway patrol. She sends a car the dispatch. Out. Right. He he wants units to respond. Yeah. This is the direction. I really wish that the graphics on screen. So what we're seeing when he's talking is like a Google Maps with a red dot on where the cell phone is pinging, 
And he keeps alluding to the fact of like, I don't have an exact location, sir or ma'am, when he's doing this spiel in the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. But the dot is very small on the screen. They eventually, he eventually says it's the dot of a tower. Right. Oh, uh, okay. So they're, they're pink in the tower. And because later on, it switches instantly to another tower because she moved locations. Okay. So the dot to me looked like this is the area that he's searching. No, the in. dot is the tower her cell phone's hitting. Okay. Right. So, so she's in this vicinity uh, with this tower on the, okay. by this freeway. That's how I took it when he said, oh, the tower just switched. Okay. Because the dot jumped up. Right. right? So it should have been a, like an, a tower icon or something along those lines. Yeah. Because it like makes it seem search. like she's moving, like the, it's right. like her, they're tracking her cell phone. Right. Because we do. We get, there's several shots in the movie where we see the thing and that the red dot moves from here to here or here up or mm-hmm. something like that so yeah. it looks like that is the vicinity it's not it's i guess it's the wider area yeah. or whatever but that's just the nearest tower should have been a tower icon yeah something because i was i didn't even notice that. i didn't get it until they said it in okay. the movie right so i was right. like oh shit okay that makes more sense why he can't fucking find her because mm-hmm. either either the assumptions made that the red dot area is vastly larger than it appears on screen right, right? you know she was yeah. like hey there's like a 16 mile radius you could be in right or right again cell phone tower so yeah yeah i thought that was kind of weird at first so anyway so he calls the dispatch lady and the lady only gets one car to respond to this which is just insane yeah but given the fact that it's the fires mm-hmm. and the backdrop so one car responds and they're looking for a white van right at this point <laughs> the most common fucking kidnapped vehicle of all time eventually the cops pull up on a white van mm-hmm. uh they th- turn the lights on the van gets off the exit so they immediately go oh this is it this is him and they pull the van over and there's no woman yeah and he's like the is it a white van it's a white van i can't i can't tell it's dark it's, it's, the sky's it's, on fire yeah it's it's either silver or white i can't really tell it's dark out here yeah so they don't got the right van. So no. then Joe eventually tracks down the home number of Emily and calls the house. Right. And then gets the kid. Abby. Abby. Yeah. Abby picks up the phone. First off, this kid was annoying to me. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm like, come on, man. The like, kid should have been older than six. Or younger than six, excuse me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Should have been like a four-year-old or yeah. something like that. Your daughter that. upstairs right now, how old is she? <laughs> Three. Exactly. Three and a half. And yeah. we've heard her... The dog is hungry. <laughs> a three-year-old, yeah. you know, because yeah. coherent sentences, not mm-hmm. broken up, you know. Yeah. So just saying this this six-year-old child. It's always tough to work with child actors. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's really, really tough. Abby's scared because mommy and daddy aren't here, and he's trying to get more information out of her. Is daddy live there? Does mm-hmm. is daddy around a lot? Is anybody else home with you? Oh well, my my brother Oliver's here. Yeah, but he's sleeping, and I I'm worried. He, they told me don't go, don't bother him because he's sleeping. Right. Yeah. So he ends up putting her Abby on hold. Right. Calls to the, call the dispatch lady again. Yes. And she, again, she's. Hello. Yeah, man. I got. I got. I got. I got the kid at the house. They're by themselves. Said that. Uh, uh, can you send me some houses? Just check on the check on the children. We don't have anybody in the house, sir. I'm sorry. But ma'am, there's there's kids alone at the house. There's, there's, the parents been kidnapped, sir. We don't have anybody to go to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like what? You don't have any units available to go to two children that are young right? kids that are alone by Where themselves. The parents have been kidnapped. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. We don't have any. I'm we sorry. don't have. Yeah. I'm sorry. Nobody. Yeah. Sir, fucking crazy! Like what made made no sense? No at all. sense. Yeah, that part was was a little far fetched, and they were trying to get that from the beginning with the fires and only being able to send one unit to, yeah. to go after these people. And she said, "I'll put in a request, but I don't know when it'll be. Yeah, when when somebody will get there. What insanity! Don't see it happening. But the sergeant got to the dude with the hooker immediately. Right." <laughs> <laughs> a hooker problem need to be solved immediately. There's a voluptuous woman running around with pink hair. We got to uh, let's uh, dispatch four vehicles, please. <laughs> got to find this voluptuous woman with pink hair. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was weird as well. Um, Very strange. Uh, so he's talking to a sergeant again. Well, he, and, he hangs up on Abby and says, "The police are coming. Yeah. I promise you'll be okay. We're gonna find your parents. Everything's gonna be fine." Just go stay with Oliver. You'll be okay. Yeah. You'll be fine. I promise. If you ever need anything, call me back. 911. Oh, and he gets Henry's phone number. Yeah, because she... From from the kid. The kid basically types it in the phone. Right. Again. Right. This kid's, never mind. It, just, it was just overall, I was like, why is this kid so... Just like it, like the, the should been four, right? Should been a four year old. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that much more than six year old man. Like six year olds are today are way smarter. Yeah, six year olds can program a house from a tablet right now. You know what I mean? Like, 
it, they don't yeah. stutter on the phone and not know numbers. Like, Absolutely. you know, they're playing Minecraft and building cities. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it just made no sense to me. Yeah. But eventually he gets he gets the phone number for Henry. For Henry, which is daddy. Yeah. And runs the number through the database and it brings up his record. And it turns out he's has priors mm-hmm. in the list. I, I didn't read exactly what what they were. No, I couldn't get it either. It was kind of quick. Yeah, he had been to jail before in the past. Now, the kid says that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a police officer. I don't like police officers. You took my daddy away. You took my daddy away. And so is it there that he is able to see that he that Henry owns a white van, right? And he gets the plates number from that? He gets the that? plate number from that, yeah. Right. He eventually, so he calls a sergeant, and he asks the sergeant to, you know, hey, you know, can you send some people to this house? Also, I got Henry's address. Can you go there? Kick the fucking door down. Right. I'm not doing, we're not doing that, man. You know, like, yeah. you're already enough shit. Yeah. You know, what are you doing right now? He wants to send units to the to Henry's house to try to figure out if there's any information in there of where they can mm-hmm. be heading. Maybe mm-hmm. there's some, something there. That, that leads them to where, right. where dad is taking right. Emily. Yeah. So I wrote down, it seems like whatever he's going to court for is driving his need to find his woman. Mm. You know I mean, like I felt like because it, it kind of got brought up here and there and I just felt like he was not saying that no dispatcher would be this concerned about a person, especially if they call to you. Right. You know, what I mean, I, I would have that same kind of response. Right. I talked to talk to them last. They're depending on me for help. I'm going to do whatever I can. Right. Just not even being a dispatcher, I would try to help. Right. So I can get that kind of sense of like I have to do this because she talked to me. Right. But I felt like there was just it was kind of like. Not over the top as an acting wise, but like for him to be that involved into it, like it was something else driving that need. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting. So I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. Um, he then gets on the phone with Jess, his, uh, his, his apparently ex-wife. Yeah. Or separated wife. And she makes it sound like his partner, Rick, because he's asking about Rick. Hey, can I talk to my daughter? It's two o'clock in the morning. What are you calling for? So the timing thing was weird because it was like daytime. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's two in the morning. And he kind of implies I'm losing track of time and sleeping. Right. Late so late. I would have loved to have gotten a little bit of timestamps. But on the other hand, I do get... You know, that line of like, yeah, I, I'm I'm losing it a little bit. I I can't sleep, and so you get you you sort of get forced into that as an audience member mm-hmm. a little bit on the on in the movie. So I'm kind of torn there, but the timing thing screwed me up a little yeah, bit because like, it seems like it was all happening in real time. Yeah, and then all know? of a sudden it jumped ahead right three hours, six hours. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it was definitely weird. So she then kind of alludes to the feds going to Rick's house and talking to Rick, and he goes, "What? Did they come? They come see you?" She's like, no, they didn't come see me. I, I, I should be talking about this. So he thinks at that point, maybe his partner sold him out. Right. For, for what we don't know. Right. We had no idea. Yeah, yeah. She drops the line that they've been separated for six months. Mm-hmm. I also wrote down while he's on the phone with her talking about Rick and things like that. I put, I thought he either stole some money or beat up someone really bad uh, out of anger. Given, yeah. Given his anger. Yeah. Like I felt like he, because he's quick to like kind of explode here. He's it, got a short fuse. Yeah. Yeah. It probably happened on the job and that's why he's here. Right. Mm-hmm. So that kind of rubbed that down. Yeah. He then, he calls Henry, doesn't answer. Right. So then he calls. Then uh, he calls Rick. He calls his partner Rick. Yeah. Right. I thought Rick was maybe a CI at first. I didn't, I didn't really figure out that or Rick was like his actual partner that mm-hmm. he used to be with. During this phone call, I thought he was a CI because he says, you're my witness tomorrow. I need you. He, he yeah. starts asking Rick yeah. like, hey man, are you, are you out? Yeah, Are you. I'm just getting off. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm about a car right now. And you hear some, <laughs> some clinking glass in the girls in the yeah, background. It's like, you're not, a, you're not an office. How, how many drinks have you had? You know that sort of thing. You one, can't, or, one or two. Can't, <laughs> I can't have you hung over. You're my witness tomorrow. And they have a, a little bit of a conversation, and then, and then uh, I don't remember if it's Rick or if it's Joe that drops the line. Or no, I think it is Rick. He's, I'm tired of this shit, man. It's been eight months. Mm-hmm. So they've been clearly dealing with something for almost as long as he's been separated from his ex. Yeah. So clearly that had a big part of to what happened. Yep. He ends up convincing Rick to go to Henry's house. Right. Kick the door in. Yeah, to, to investigate. Well, he doesn't he doesn't tell him to kick the door right. in there. He's, he's just, like, just, I've got this address. This woman's been kidnapped. I need you to go check out her her boyfriend's apartment or house or whatever. So then he uh Rick Rick leaves the the child calls Abby calls Joe back. Joe back and says yeah. hey the, the cops are here that's how that phone call happens yeah they come in and then <sighs> right it was intense that voice acting was intense the voice acting for this part of the movie was probably the best that mm-hmm. it was done I think yeah. there were other parts of the movie where I felt like either Joe was overacting a little bit or underacting 
And same thing with whoever he was talking to was kind of in and out of being. They, mm-hmm. they kind of play Abby and and um, her boyfriend Henry, right? Yeah. They kind of play them like kind of tweaked out a little bit. They do. They they seem like they're high, and so I'm thinking, okay, like this is clearly drug related. Either she stole some drugs from somebody, and this guy's taking her to. Mm-hmm figure out where the drugs are, where the money is or something like that. They both sound stoned. And so at this point, when, when Abby calls Joe back and says, Hey, somebody's at the door. My mommy and daddy told me not to let any strangers in. Joe says, well, that's okay. They're, they're the police officers. Let them in. And at that moment, I was like, oh shit. What if it's not the police, not the police officers, the same thing. Like you got to check first, man. Like check, man. So I was like, what if that's drug dealers or somebody is coming to the house to search the house for something that was stolen? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out it is the police officers. That whole scene like blew blew me away. Oh yeah, the the voice acting was so intense. Like I almost had to take a break. Oh yeah, after that after that because he was like, why is he's like, Abby, why is the blood why is the blood in your hands? All of a sudden, why is the blood in you? We get a detail. Yeah, that, like, that why is, they're like, holy shit. Abby didn't say I've got blood on me when she called, and so maybe she didn't at that point. And when she went to go see Oliver, yeah, she got blood on it mm-hmm. on herself somehow. Yeah, and so the cops, yeah. She's got blood. They start freaking out. Where's Where's Oliver? Where's yeah. Oliver? You know. So he goes in the room. You know, he finds because that's when he mentions hey, she has a brother. Oliver. He's, right. He's looking the house. The cop looking around. Mm-hmm. He gets in the bedroom and he's like, Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. He asks the other cop to come in there and she's like, Abby, no, Abby, stay out of the room. Stay out of the room. Yeah. They're, yeah. Oh, he's like, oh my God. Oh my God. He's like, he's like, I think he dry. He's at one point. Yeah. And yeah he's yeah. like, Oh my. You know, like, and then the phone just cuts off. The phone just cuts off. Yeah. We have no idea. Yeah. And yeah. You're like, holy shit. Like what? Holy what, shit. What, massacre happened to this baby i know oh my god yeah dude. that part was yeah. probably my f- favorite is is a rough word mm. to use but probably the best part of the whole movie oh, yeah. as far as i'm concerned it really it showed the the difficulties that a 911 operator would have to deal with not mm-hmm. being able to see anything not knowing not and knowing what getting the cut off is. and they're like right uh, you know <laughs> what oh my god you yeah know. yeah so now he's livid right he's more and more angry now he thinks henry has murdered this baby mm-hmm so he calls Henry. Henry actually answers. He the fucking phone. calls Henry up on the phone. He calls, he, he, has, call, he calls him his cell phone. He, yeah, he calls. He picks up his cell phone. He's got Henry's phone number. So whenever they're running the people's information, it's got address and phone number on there. So he calls him from his personal cell phone. And the whole he doesn't time, want to get recorded. Right. Basically. He doesn't. Right. Yeah. 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 Dude, like that's that's a bad move probably or like pretend to be somebody else maybe that maybe henry's high and you can like trick him into revealing something but he doesn't do that at all he fucking is just i know you've got emily where are you taking her you know Mm -hmm. stop it and and is just on a 10 you killed your son you should be fucking executed which again leads you you know to believe like shit he's that quick to go to that level like what what did he do right before that's what i thought like shit he's you should be fucking executed. So it was during this conversation that Joe asks Henry, you need to stop. You need to bring Emily back. And Henry says the line, I, I, I can't do that. He says it sort of just like that. Yeah. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't bring her back. It was at that moment that I wrote down, is maybe Emily the guilty one? Yeah. Instead of Henry, because yeah. he can't bring her back for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like he's taking her away for a reason. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but we know that the son has been fucked up somehow. Yeah. We don't know to what extent yet. He might not be guilty. He might not be the one that is in the wrong. Or maybe they're both guilty. Yeah. Yeah. So Henry ends up hanging up on him. So then he gets another call from, because, you know, they break the tension. It's a little, little comedic value. Yeah. Of somebody that, like, wrecked their bike. Yes. And I hurt, I hurt my knee. I hurt my knee. <laughs> The fuck about your knee? Call Uber. Yeah. <laughs> Call an Uber and don't bike drunk, asshole. Yeah. And then it hangs, hangs up. <laughs> like, damn, if this shit is being recorded, Joe, like, you just got your pay doc, yeah. man. I was like, like that too. Like, shit, he's fucking up. Yeah. So well, he's, he's so mad at this point because he knows it escalated, right? Yeah. Like, now there's potentially a dead body involved mm-hmm. of, of a child, a little baby. So he's amped now. And we've already seen him explode. Before this, we've seen him lose his cool several times, yeah. and now he's he's just it's a roller coaster now at yeah. this point for Joe. He calls Rick, and Rick breaks into Henry's house. We need to figure out where they're going, and he's like, "Okay, fine." There's a dog, and that barks, and he says, "There's a dog chained up in the house," and I wasn't clear whether that was like outside or inside. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure, but it was weird because then we don't fucking hear the dog anymore. Yeah, and he's in the house rummaging around. So if the dog's in the house. 
that dog is for sure fucking barking still. Yeah. If the dog's outside, we would still hear it barking, but it would be muffled. Mm-hmm. That was strange because up until this point, they're very good about having other audio cues yeah. in with the phone calls. You don't just hear the voice. You hear a lot of street noise when we're talking to Emily in the car. We're hearing her ruffle around. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Rick. We're hearing the bar sounds and stuff like that. It was weird. There was no, the, the They mentioned the dog, but then yeah, the dog is just, just gone. It just disappears. Right. It plays no relevance at all. So that was strange. So what did, what did Rick find in the house? He, he didn't, didn't find anything. There's just envelopes everywhere. Yeah. Lots of unpaid bills for places. There, there's nothing. You yeah. Know, it's going to take me hours to search through all this shit. I'll call you back, basically, is yeah. what he says. And then uh, someone comes in the room and goes, hey, I got a phone call from some Emily. And he's like, you want to put her like, put her on the, put her on the fucking put line. <laughs> of course, put her fucking through. And so like he eventually gets Emily back on the phone and she's talking to her daughter again. Mm-hmm. Right. He kind of does the whole, this is the part in the trailer. I right. If you've ever seen the trailer, he goes, is, is your seatbelt on? She goes, No. And he goes, his seatbelt on? No. Put your seatbelt on, Emily. Okay, yeah. I want you to pull the e-brake now. You know, Just pull it hard. Yeah. So yeah. she pulls the e-brake. You hear, he goes, no, no, no. And the car kind of screeches, and then the phone cuts off. So then kind of, he's kind of sitting there or whatever, and then it cuts out, and she calls him back. And she's now, she's like, he locked her, locked her in the back of the van with her cell phone. So at this point, I'm now questioning, why the fuck would he give her her phone and put her in the back of the van? Right, yeah. That's so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. So they start, you know, she's slipping out, getting more and more concerned. And he's like, all right, you know, where are you at? And she can't tell because she's in the back of a fucking van. Mm-hmm. So he starts trying to calm her down, asking her questions. So what's your favorite food? And this bitch says cherry Slurpees. <laughs> and at that moment, I knew the bitch was crazy. Right. And it was her. Right. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, no joke. This bitch said cherry Slurpees. Cherry Slurpees. What's your yeah. favorite food? Cherry Slurpees? And I was like, mm, that's some crazy ass shit. Well, well, and that fed into the thing. I, I thought they were tweaking. I thought they yeah. were drug addicts. That's for sure. The, yeah. You know? He was like, cherry, it's not really a food. And I'm thinking that bitch is like, nope, she's on some shit. She's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. 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 That, that was a key. And everybody didn't say no damn cherry Slurpees. Right. And it was during this conversation that they did one of your favorite things in the movie. Breathe in. Breathe out. Oh, breathe, yeah. Breathe. breathe. Look, at breathe. Look, at, look, at, breathe. Look, look at me. Breathe. Look at me. Breathe. Breathe. Breathe in, breathe Every out. third podcast, I'm going to use that fucking line because it's going to be in every fucking movie. Just breathe. Just breathe. Yeah. Doesn't help anything. <laughs> I am already breathing. <laughs> yes. And then she starts talking about, what do you like to do with your kids? I like to go to the aquarium. I like to see the fishes. Okay. I like to, I like to let them walk ahead of me and then I, I, I just feel. Yeah, I was like, oh. And She's there- fucking... <laughs> Weaked out, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, feel, uh, feel what? Do you, feel what? Feel what? I like to feel the water around like- me, and it, it, it envelops me, and it makes me feel comfortable. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. So she's either crazy, she's high, or she's bled out, and she's like, yeah, delirious, right? Because yeah. we don't really know at this point anything. Cause she's still talking yeah. strange. Will you go to the aquarium with me, with me, Joe? I like you, Joe. I like you, Joe. You would like, like to come to the aquarium? I'm like, Jesus. That is when I, I saw a little bit in Joe of like, hey. The fuck? Wait, yeah. That was the first time Joe sort of realizes something strange yeah. is going on here. So he convinces her to find something. Find a the, weapon. Yeah. And then when it, the guy opens the door, you know, attack him with it. Yeah. And he goes, you, she goes, I found a brick. And he goes, you take that brick and hit him in the head as hard as you can. He deserves it. <laughs> he deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's talking about. You know, she likes Oliver. She likes watching them, thing like that. And she goes, you know, he has snakes in his stomach. Right. He kept crying, but Oliver's not crying now. He's not crying anymore. The snakes. He kept crying. He had snakes in his stomach. And so I took them out. Yeah, cut them out. Fuck. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean you cut them out? He's okay, though. He's okay. He's okay. He stopped crying. Right. Yeah. He stopped crying. And you're like, shit. And that's when you know for sure that she is... Her crazy ass. The crazy ass yeah. did, did did whatever happened to Oliver. So he then he's like, you know, it's that you didn't know. He's now he's trying now he's trying he's backtracking now, Joe is. Mm-hmm. Trying to like talk her out of it and calm down, you know. And then the van door opens and she, she hits him with the brick. Right. Yeah. She attacks him. You go, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Phone cuts out. Rick calls Joe back, says she was a psychiatric pay, patient who didn't want to be locked up. Yeah. And so he's like, Oh shit. Joe's starting to put it together. She she's the crazy one. And then he ends up calling Henry. And he's crying. And him crying, dude, got me a little bit on the phone. Henry, mm-hmm. she, she killed my son. Yeah, my son's dead. Oh. Yeah, oh, I, I was feeling God. that one. And like oh, his, his sobbing was very intense. Oh, man. Yeah. 
I was trying trying to commit her because she didn't know she didn't know what she was doing. Right. He was basically said, you know, the whole sob story is like I couldn't pay for the meds. I I, we got her out, couldn't afford the meds, so we just wanted, we just decided to see, yeah, what would happen, and everything was fine. And then it wasn't. And then it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that shit was very, very sad, oh, man. And um, it was kind of like at that point, I was kind of, it's kind of crazy how all that stuff's happening. How like you don't see anything, but your brain is putting all this stuff together and visualizing all these things, man. Like the voice actor is very, very good. At this aspect to make me like, man, like just feel all the shit that's going well, on. Well, we we haven't said it yet, but so so far, all of the other conversations. We don't see any of that shit. We're always on Joe yeah. the whole movie. There, there's only one scene in the beginning where we catch a glimpse of the outside world. Yeah. And that's where they pull up on the white van. Yeah, that's it. And it's it's super blurry. Yeah. And that's really it. It's tight. It's a tight shot on the taillight of the van. Yeah. You get fire sky that's happening in the background and that's it. We don't. So all other than that, the whole movie takes place inside yeah. the call center which looking back that scene wasn't even needed yeah no like it, it didn't. Add, added nothing it didn't take away from anything but just didn't, didn't add anything i can almost guarantee you that some studio exec somewhere decided that we can't stay inside this place the whole time we've got to have other shots be in this movie yeah and it, you're right it didn't need to be there it was no. it was stupid it shouldn't have been in at all no i agree like it didn't it added nothing it, you yeah, know absolutely so from here, Emily is gone, and Henry does not know where she is. Why does he hang up though? Yeah, I think he says like, "I, I gotta go try to find her." Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go find her, and so he hangs up. And then Emily and calls. Emily him back. calls Joe back. Yeah, yeah. I think she knows that Joe now knows that she hurt Oliver. Right. She she notices the blood on herself. Yeah. What did I do? What What happened? Why is there blood on me? You told me to do this. You said he deserved to, to get hit again, like she's unstable mm -hmm. and he's suggesting these things so she's doing it because i like you joe we're supposed to go to the aquarium together again because we haven't seen emily up to this point i want to know why she hadn't noticed the blood on herself until this point in the movie because she's she's seeing things earlier in the movie when yeah. she's talking to him mm -hmm. so she's and and she's coherent enough to realize that she's been taken by this yeah. guy uh, is the blood hers or Oliver's? Is the that blood is Oliver's, for sure. That we're thinking? Okay. I think, I I'm think sorry, not hers, but Henry's or Oliver's. Ooh. She, you know, cracks Henry in his, in his head, you know, I'm assuming mm. horror, you know, to just, you know, knock his ass out. Is that Henry's blood in her hands now? Well, it... It, it, it implies it's a lot of blood, though. Yeah, yeah. And it, if you hit somebody in the head with a brick, you would have a lot of blood on yourself, probably. Yeah, so I, I thought it could have been Henry's blood. It could have been Henry's blood. But to your point, yeah. But, it was she, but she starts asking about Oliver. Like, mm -hmm. she sort of starts putting it together in this conversation. Like, oh, my God. Like, what? Ha I don't know what happened. You can tell she's very confused, very just out of sorts. And she sort of thinks maybe it's Oliver's blood. Like, yeah. oh, God, like, what did I do? Then she hear the overpass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can hear the cars. Yeah. Tony could be a fucking, uh, <laughs> what, what are the, the Foley? You could be yeah. a Foley artist. There are two ways you can add sounds to a movie. You can take a microphone out and you can go to an overpass and you can put a microphone mm -hmm. out and get actual sounds of cars going by. Or you can recreate those sounds in other ways. Yeah. Like like Tony just did. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> And so you add reverb and delay yeah. and some some texture over top of that, and you layer it all out, and that can pass for there you go. pass for shit. So, so you, you should you you know you could consider a career change. I thought about doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Being who's that? What's that guy's name? The guy, the police academy guy. Right. I can't remember the fuck his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I made those sounds, but that's what he does. <laughs> okay. So uh, anyway, so yeah, Emily, we can tell she's on an overpass or mm -hmm. on a highway or something. Joe hears the cars and like, oh, where where are the cars? Like, are you near? Are you near a street? Like, can you tell me so I can send the cops to come get you? And she says, Yeah, there, there's cars. They're way down below. And yeah. Like, oh yeah. god, oh shit, she's I'm, on a bridge. I'm gonna go be with Oliver now. Yeah. I'm like, ah, damn it. No. Damn it. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. So this is when he fucking breaks down. Yes. Yeah. You know, I killed a man. You're like, shit. And then at this point, you know, he's he's on his dispatcher phone. It's been recorded now. Right. So he's yep. done. Yeah. He's done. Game over. Yeah. I yep. killed a man. I got angry. I don't know why I was angry and I just did it. I just wanted to punish him. Yeah. For what he did. He, for what he, he hurt somebody. Right. Yeah. And you're like, geez. Yeah, yikes. And he's very emotional. Oh, man. His one eye cries. Uh, 
I killed a man. He hurt somebody. He hurt somebody. So that's what my, my Jake Hulenhall cry. But <laughs> but <laughs> it was good, man. I was yeah. like, shit. Yeah, that was great. Like he's in pain. Then he starts mm-hmm. coughing because he's asthma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. COVID everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get the disinfectant spray because this shit needs wiped down. COVID everywhere, yeah. Jake. He, you know, cries on the phone with her, convinces her, I think, not to. Well, she, she doesn't jump because the cops get there. Well, but he doesn't know because she says, I'm going, Joe. I'm going to go be with Oliver. Now. Yeah. And she says that a few times. And at the end, after he. And the phone clicks off, right? Yeah. 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 She hangs up. I'm going to go be with Oliver now. Click. No. Yeah. And at that point, you're like, fuck. Yeah. I thought she had jumped. Yeah. I thought she jumped. I thought she jumped too. I thought we were going to get the audio of her, like, jumping like like i thought we were gonna get she wouldn't scream just based on that she's psycho but that we would hear a lot of wind noise yeah 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 and and then a a loud yeah a loud loud cracking (laughs) (laughs) or some horns honking or something and then the phone would just go dead you know something like that yeah but we didn't get that Yeah. yeah just just clicks yeah it's it's gone yeah, and we're just left with that for a little bit, and we, then we didn't get that though. We just got. I'm gonna be with Oliver. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be with Oliver. Click. Like, and so then he's like, "Shit, what do I do?" And then it's at that point that one of the other people he works with comes in the room and says, "Hey, the baby is at the ICU at St. Helens. Like yeah. she had gotten an update from the cops who found Oliver. So Oliver's yeah. not dead." The baby's alive, which was great news yeah. because of the whole time I'm picturing like, what did that scene look like? <laughs> right. When she's talking about the snakes in the, in the baby's stomach. stomach and she cut them out, cut them out. Like, was she seeing the intestines of this little baby? Yeah. Like, cause, cause the, they, cause they would look like snakes or was it, she was just envisioning snakes. I mean, I, that is a, um, I can't remember where I've heard that from, but that is a, that is a psychological thing where you feel bugs crawling under your skin. Mm-hmm. That uh, that's a di- diagnosed condition, and so I just wonder if she's yeah. You know. And to it, like, kind of get you why we think she cut the snakes out is because um, she says that Henry has a knife. Henry has a knife, right? And so when we find out she's the bitch that's crazy, mm-hmm. we realize she probably had the knife, right? Yeah. And then I think Abby, the daughter, also mentions mentions the knife. As she well. says something about the knife, so, so she probably saw Daddy had the knife. Yeah. But that's because Daddy took the knife away from Mommy. Yeah. In the bedroom. Yeah, while she was getting the snakes out of Oliver's belly. Right, yeah. <sighs> God. So we find out he's Horror alive, show. and then we also find out that Emily is alive. Yeah. She, she didn't jump. She didn't jump. We the, got her. The cops got there in time. Yeah. Because we hear the cops pull up. Yeah. And then she hangs the phone up. Right. So, That's right. Yeah. So the sergeant walks in, gives him the great news while he's at his lowest point. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, my God, you know, she's alive. They're alive. She goes, yes. Broken people say broken people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Damn. <laughs> Because Sarge knew. Sarge knew what was what he was going through. Everybody knew. Yeah. And we know what you did. Right. And now we know that it's it's a police investigation that he killed somebody mm-hmm. and the FBI's involved. So it's very, very serious mm-hmm. at this point. So obviously all his coworkers know what's going on. You know, he's famous because also we we sort of left this out. There's a reporter that keeps hounding him. Yeah. Throughout the whole movie, she she calls him up. She spoofs a number at one point too, where he picks up thinking it's his his ex. I saw that happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, is that so is that to make us believe she may have been at the house? She might have been at the house. She's yeah. she was either at the house or with her. Or you can buy a device that will spoof your number. You basically plug it in. And you you plug what number you want to show up in this device, mm-hmm. and then it makes an outgoing call, and it looks like it's coming from this number, but it's not. Yeah, I would put it more to she went to Justice House yeah, in a statement. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, mean yeah. like, yeah. But so that's all that too. But she, yeah, she's been calling the whole movie because she calls him, I think two or three times. I just want to get your side. I want to get your side. Want to get your side. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna be too late tomorrow. I need to get your side today. Right. Right. I think He's it's going think to it's, court tomorrow. I think it's New York Times. Yeah. LA Times. LA, yeah, some big newspaper or whatever. It's a Times. It's a Times. <laughs> so he then, you know, after basically, you know, blowing his whole case by yelling at the dispatch phone that he killed a man and admitted to it. Right. He, you know, he knows eventually they're going to get this tape. Right. You know, listen to it. So he he goes in the, you know, the bathroom, kind of cry. He throws up. Throws he up. Throws up. And, uh, my wife definitely got the COVID. Co- covered her face. <laughs> oh my God. You know, and then they, 
cut, and I thought this was good continuity. They show Brown shit the toilet, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and he calls Rick, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he tells Rick, he's like, "Hey, man, I know we're going to court tomorrow." He was like, "Hey, tell the truth." Tell the truth. What? No, I already, I already gave my story, my statement. I can't, I can't change my statement, man. You're gonna go to jail for 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 a long time. Tell the truth, Rick. You won't see your daughter for years, man. Yeah, he fucking breaks down. Oh man. God, when he said that yeah. line. And you could just see the the pain on mm-hmm. on Jake Hulenhall's face. He was looking at his daughter because the daughter was a screensaver in his phone, right? So he's checking her out the whole movie, mm-hmm. like because he tells in the back of his mind, "Tomorrow yeah. I may not see her ever again." So he's right. trying to talk to her right. the whole night because he knows he may not see her ever again, right? Yeah. So he says that, and he knows, like, I'm definitely not. Yeah. You know, not gonna see her anymore. Yeah. You know? They're they're gonna burn you, man. I can't I can't change my statement. I can't change yeah, it. Yeah, just tell the truth. Tell the truth, man. Just and, do it. And then he calls a reporter. He hangs with Rick and he calls a reporter. You mm-hmm. know, well, I like to make a statement. Yeah. And it cuts to the next day news, news story. Detective Joe so and so pleads guilty. Yeah. So offers that are involved shooting yeah. of, you know, so and so. So that's it. That's the movie. That's the movie. Roll yeah. credits. Yeah. No, uh, it was intense, man. Like, oh, man. Once it started going, it was like, man, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And like, again, you don't notice you're only with Jake because your brain's doing so much work to put pieces together and visualize these things that are taking place. Right. Because you're getting it ASMR style. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <right? laughs> yeah, I'm here with you guys. Yeah. Jake Hulenhall here. It was it was a funny parallel because it was kind of like listening to a fucking podcast because all you were getting was visuals of Jake talking the whole time. True that. True that. <laughs> so it was kind of meta in that way. Yeah, yeah. This is the point where we say if the flick is worth watching. Yes. Who went first last time? You or me? I think I did. Doesn't matter. It's in the past. Uh, <laughs> don't even know who you are. Uh, all right. I'll go first this time. The flick is worth watching. I say yes. I liked it. I say yes, too. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. There are a few caveats to that for me. So caveat number one is if I would watch it if you like thrillers, for sure. Mm-hmm. If you are the kind of person right now that is struggling with COVID and being locked up in your house, don't watch this movie <laughs> because it's literally all takes place in one room. Yeah. I feel like if you want to watch a movie right now in COVID times, you want to watch an adventure movie, you want to mm-hmm. watch something that's out in the world, out out and about, yeah. something that that is more of a feel-good type movie. This is not a feel-good type not movie. Not feel-good at all. <laughs> no, it's not. There's no- and it all, like I said, it all takes place in one room, essentially. Yeah. So if that's you, maybe don't watch the movie right now. Maybe just say, put it in your list, save it for later and watch it later if you're struggling with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, again, there's there's no. So the happy ending is for everyone who is not guilty. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, like the baby ends up living. Obviously, she's going to. She'll probably get help. Yes. Even though she knows, you know, stabbed her child. Right. But in the in the end, they're not going to prison. Any of them are. No. And but he is guilty, mm-hmm. and he is. And, and he's what was the first line of the movie? The quote: "And the truth shall make you free. Ah, make you free. The make book. you free." John chapter uh, eight verse thirty-two. I'm going to read a little verse here from John chapter eight verse thirty-two. And the Lord said, "And the Lord <laughs> so said, <laughs> the truth <laughs> shall make you free." Oh Lord Jesus, yeah, yeah. Near, uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so Joe, even though he's going to prison, maybe finds some freedom in the fact that he is being truthful, is being mm-hmm. honest about what he did. I don't know. We don't know because that's the end of the movie. Yeah, your score. I gave it the guilty mm-hmm. a six out of ten. Ooh, six out of ten, huh? Yeah, I went high. I liked it a lot. Okay, seven point. Two five. Okay. Oh wow. All right. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about it being all in one room the whole time. I I was I was hoping that Act Three we were finally he was gonna hang up the phone and and go out and go city. out and yeah. finally see Henry run into them. And the finale would be in person, um, but it didn't didn't work out that way. I felt like there was a little bit of hit and miss on the voice acting sometimes mm. with some of them. And it was because they were trying to be cagey about the twist. Yeah. They didn't want to make it obvious that that Emily was fucking psycho the whole time yeah. and that Henry was the good guy. So they had to sort of do some weird things with the voices. And the time jumping around 
was a little weird. For, That's my I mean, only qualm, really, the, the time jump. The time jumping. It, it felt like it was a real-time thing. So started out at 1130. Mm-hmm. When when Joe calls to say goodnight to his daughter, when Jess, I think is the name of his ex, yes. right? When she calls him back, just be like, Joe, it's, it's 1145. Like, you can't talk. She's been asleep for hours. Then we're moving on. And then the whole thing can be in real time from 1145 to 3 in the morning or whatever yeah. it ends up being. But it's like daytime when we start. And then at the end, it's super late. Yeah. So it was that was weird. It, it threw me a little no, bit. It was definitely weird. I didn't mind it being in one spot, man. Like I, I like movies like Buried, Phone Booth. Phone, like, yeah, I, it reminded me yeah. a lot of Phone Booth. I yeah. like stuff like that. I think it's yeah. cool if you can pull it off and keep me interested the whole mm-hmm. time. So it did. Yeah, I was definitely so, interested the whole time. And, yeah. and it got a bonus point. Okay. It got a, it got a little bonus points for that. You, you can keep me engaged points. with staying in one location where I'm not like, I don't feel bored. Mm-hmm. Or I'm checking the fucking time. Oh, yeah. You know, I, like we did in Sopranos a couple of times. Like, that's still, the motherfucker's still going on? How much time we got living in this movie? You know what I mean? Like, not yeah. that it was bad, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things where, like, yeah, it kept me engaged the whole, whole yeah. time. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. The other part that impacted my score was when I looked up Antoine Fuqua and Nick Polizalala. I expected more out of those two working together because... Training day. I think if Equalizer. Anton wouldn't have directed this, you wouldn't have got the be- those shots like you got. Oh no, one hundred percent. Like it yeah, would have yeah, been yeah. way more boring. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah Imagine yeah. that was an M Night Shyamalan Hollow Ding Dong <laughs> film. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 For sure. You know, the twist would have been fucking Jake was an alien. <laughs> so IMDb gave it. Man, I am. You know, my my scores. Let me tell you something. I'm in, I'm in touch with people. You are, man. I I can't you I know, can't disagree with that. Critic score seventy two. Ooh. Ooh, and I said 7.25. You did, yeah. Now, the fan score. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little lower. A little bit. 46 Ooh, percent. 46. Fans did not like this movie. That's a little low, I think. I think so, too. I, I could see a 5, 55 percent. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. get that, right? Kind of to your point, like, if you're expecting more. If you don't realize in the beginning that it's going to be in the police station the whole movie. Yeah. I could see being disappointed by no, it. But this sure. definitely, to me, is a, is a critic-esque film. Like, yes. this is a film, you know, for yeah. acting chops, mm-hmm. you know, storyline, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. it's that kind of movie. Uh, IMDb gave it a 7.5. Woo! Just kidding. That was the, the Denmark version. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the actual version, let's see here, 6.3. Okay, so that's close to my 6 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. very, very close. So. Yeah. The way I approach rating movies is not like a you're going to school and it's a 60% out of 100. Yeah. No. Five is average movie. Same. And anything above that is above average. Yeah. Six is decent. Seven is all right. We, we I'm the, you know, is original to me. Right. You know, kind Eight of thing. is I'm watching it again. Yeah. And anything above that is, yeah, is extra. It's right? on fire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just be real. <laughs> I wish you had more time. <laughs> sir, so be me, amigo, please, amigo, amigo, please, please, sir, sir, please, please. Do you, uh, do you know who I am? La, 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 la. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here on Flicks Worth Watching. Uh, check us out. Follow us on all the socials, the twits, the twats, the tweeters, twoters. And the, and the Kickstarters and, yeah. the, and the no, we're not a Kickstarter. Wait a second. If you've seen a movie that you think we should watch, email us at flicksworthwatching at gmail.com. Fantastic. Yeah. So check us out Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and Facebook. And I think our Twitter is actually flicksworthwatch. Wouldn't let me put all that the character limit. This is a son of a bitch. It's ridiculous. And uh, tell your friends about the show if you're enjoying it. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes or wherever else you're listening to the podcast. If you Only can. if it's high ratings, though. We don't want low ones. <laughs> just, being, just being honest. I mean, just being honest with you people. Help, help us out. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Right. See you next time. See you next time. Adios. <laughs>
So I'm swapping my glass out. Okay. This my 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 my, my rocks glass is making a lot of a lot, a lot of noise in <laughs> a the lot microphone. Of jingle jangles. So I'm gonna just you know I'm gonna set it aside here and just uh, put it. In. And yeah. I and I get that that's probably character related. Yeah. And, and it goes back because he. Sorry. About, sorry. sorry about that. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> Well, guess what's making its way into the blooper section at the end of this fucking podcast? <laughs> nah. 